hello and welcome to this glorious mess, Big Kids. Now, this is Mamma Mia's podcast for parents that look like you have it all together in your Instagram posts. But as soon as that picture goes up, you're back yelling at the kids to unload the dishwasher, just like you asked them three hours ago. My name is Holly Wainwright. I work here at Mamma Mia. Yeah, I'm Andrew Daddo, and I work with Holly at Mamma Mia <laughs> one day a week. <laughs> Holly's here. How many days a week? Actually, how many four, days a week? Four, four days a week. Four wow. days a week. And between us, we have five kids. Oh my God, mm. the maths took me a minute then, mm. even though we've been doing this for years. Aged between my youngest, Billy, is seven, and Andrew's oldest is having. 20, 21. He's having a 21st birthday party this Saturday night. Or, or is, is he? he? <laughs> Shazen. So, I was just thinking, you know, when you're going, this glorious mess, the show for whatever, and I was thinking in my head, this glorious mess, the psychic exploration where we <laughs> said five years ago, the world will become messy and we were freaking right. We were. Oh, my God. Let's How just are you going? call out the uh, the um, Glen 20 scented elephant in the room. So there oh. you go, yeah. We're, we're clean up. now. We're recording this episode of uh, This Glorious Mess in the Mamma Mia offices on Tuesday. Now, it's the last time that anyone will sit in this studio for some time. All podcast, all podcast records are going remote as of tomorrow, right. Mr. Daddo. So this is the last time you're going to hear us in studio. Like this next time you hear us, you'll, we'll be like, Andrew will be in his house and I'll be in my house. Yeah. And it's man. <laughs> There'll be shit happening in the background. <laughs> <laughs> So today, obviously on today's show, we can't really talk about very much else except how the heck parents are dealing with this. So we're going to have a chat about that. And then we're going to talk about all this excitement around what we do with the kids when they come home from school and homeschooling and all those things. But first of all, I just have to ask you, how are you doing? Uh, and how are you doing in your house? What's going on? I'm just perplexed. I mean, I, I'm, you know, I'm a fairly positive person. You are? Generally speaking. Mum and Dad were up for something and then they're older they're in their 80s they're in right? that yeah <laughs> so, there's there's an element of stress around that yeah and um anyway and but then have they gone of, home yeah they've gone home now uh and then dad goes hey listen why don't we watch the news and i said can we not watch the news and he goes well it's good to know what's going on so this is right before we sit down for dinner I said, it's not even on, Dad. He goes, I think SBS News is on. I went, oh, <laughs> So we t- turned the SBS News on and watch it for, I don't know, however, five, 10 minutes. And then Albo Albanese comes on to do his talk to the nation because he's got to get his chance to say exactly the same thing. It's just like a waste of time, right? Just literally sucking up oxygen. And I, I'm sure he's got valid points to make, but it's there's nothing new. So I turned it off and I went, great. Now, is everyone feeling better that we've seen the news? <laughs> and, you know, so... I think, you know, what's interesting, I reckon there are a lot of discussions like that going on in households because I don't know what the dynamic's like in your house, but one thing I've seen a lot of in the last few weeks is that the women often, in, and this is obviously I'm talking about kind of mum, dad, heteronormative households yeah, and doing yeah, my bunny it's ears. Okay. It's okay. I know, I'm just doing it. Um, when I do that, Matilda always says, don't do your bunny ears at me, <laughs> mum, when you're putting things in imaginary quote marks. Anyway... You, the women seem to be, they've been shopping, they've been thinking about it. They're like, okay, they're the people who may or may not have been panic buying toilet paper until recently. Now it's just everybody. And they're thinking about things. And often, and I know I'm stereotyping, but it's playing out in my house and a few houses I know, the man of the house is a little bit more like, oh, stop making a fuss. Yeah. But now that it's getting to peak making a fuss time, there's a lot of like, well, I told you. 
If you'd have just listened to me when I said that when we saw that mince that was on special, we should have bought two kilos and started freezing, maybe five kilos, I don't know, and started freezing instead of you going, we don't need five kilos of mince. Like, is that true? Well, do you know what? You are right. What's, Jackie's concerned. Uh, no, yeah, Jack goes, oh, look, I think the media's got a lot to answer. I mean, I actually do think the media's got a lot to answer for anyway in lots of different things, in, lo- in their coverage of just about everything that's negative. And the way they just go, yes! I mean, remember we talked about the bushfires and we're thinking, what are they going to have after the bushfires? The Australian Open and, you know, the cranky tennis player gets out and, and then what's well, next? We know what, <laughs> they sorted what this out, we didn't, didn't they? know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you're wondering what's next. And Jackie goes, and rightly so, if the rest of the world is really wound up, there must really be something in it. Yes. And which makes me go, you know, and then I, so I rode my bike here today and it's, which when you ride a push bike any distance, you become warmer, right? Yeah, of course. Because you're exerting physics and then you go, I'm feeling warmer. Oh my, oh my God. I'm feeling, why am I warm? The worried well. It's like, it's just, it's, I mean, and we're all going through literally the same thing and it's obviously with what's coming in terms of schools and what we're doing. <laughs> what are we going to we gonna, so before we're we, talk about what we're going to yeah, do with our kids? Before we talk about schools, eat them, eat I want to know, because my kids are young, right? Mm. So they obviously <laughs> know about the coronavirus. My kids are seven and ten they're because they're, li- they're hearing about it at home. They're hearing about it at school. They're not worried, I don't think, yet, which is good because I'm trying not to let them be worried. But they're certainly interested. What are your teenagers and young adults like? How, what's their view? I think they're fine because I don't think they actually know what's – I don't think they've actually got an understanding of what's going on. But because, the, that surprises me because they're on social media all the time, right? And that's where a lot of this is all going on. Maybe I've said that the wrong way. I, I'm sure they've got an understanding of what's going on, but at the moment it's not affecting them as such are they so still much. going about their day-to-day So business? Fields is at university and, and so Sydney Uni at this point is still open, although we had to do an exam online. So Bibby's doing a gap year. She's So her big concern is actually... Can she go? Can she anywhere? go on a gap year? We've basically said no. So we started looking at vans to buy, you know, so go driving around Australia with a boyfriend or something. So th- their actual impact is not that big. And, the, and they're sort of getting stressed with me because I'm getting a little bit wound up because I'm going... I literally, there's literally no work. I mean, it's no for performers. Well, it's true for performers and you're, freelancers, you're and it, it, so many shows have been cancelled. Yeah, like for the people doing the staging and the like, it's all gone. Like literally gone. So they're like, "Are you all right, Dad?" And I'm like, well, "Yeah, yeah you know, your voice goes right up. I'm like, oh, take a break. Like, I think it's hard. So to, it's going to be really. It's funny because yesterday we were sitting on the couch with the kids, and I looked at my phone, and Matilda just said to me, "Mum, you look sad and worried all the time. Just stop looking at your phone." And she's not wrong because mm-hmm. I am a bit sad and worried. I'm worried about my family in England. Mm-hmm. Worried about being far away from them. I'm worried about being trapped in my house with my children. I'm worried about a few things. But when you're a parent, right, you've always got to think, well, you know, and and we'll talk about that a bit in a minute too, but, like, I don't want them to think I'm sad and worried all the time, but also everybody is. Okay, so isn't there there some logic, and and I'm with uh, Matilda on this, to not look at your phone so much? Like, to not... No, 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 like, in... In all honesty, so last night I went to bed. Jackie went to bed before me and she's on her phone. I said, can you listen, what book are you reading at the moment? She went, oh, the Crawdad Singh thing. Oh, yeah, I've read that, Jackie. Yeah. Yep. And I said, okay, where, so I found, I said, here, can you please read it? Can you please not be looking at your phone before you go to sleep? Because it's just going to, this is, it's going to eat us alive. So just, 
And she went, all right. No, you are right. And, but, but because you... I have to look at my phone a certain amount for work, right? Because in the, the I am part of the media, so this is also a big story in our, in our world. But I'm actively trying not to be on it all the time because yeah. if you ask me how I felt when I was cooking dinner with the music on and then how I felt when I'm cooking dinner with the news on, those two feelings would be very different, right? Yeah. So I'm actively trying to give myself a bit of time to come down from it. I'm sure lots of people are. Anyway, I just hope everything's okay in the Dado house, of course. Yeah, and same as yours. Good luck, lady. You're going to need it. <laughs> Every week we talk about a big parenting mess, and let's face it, there isn't really another mess to talk about than what we're talking about, but I would love to get your thoughts, Dado, on how parents are prepping for the almost inevitable news that's coming our way, mm. and it may have come our way Maybe by today. Friday. Yeah. Yeah, by Friday it may have come our way that the schools are closing. Mm. Now, I have been embroiled in many, uh, argument would be a strong word, discussion with friends and colleagues about this and about whether or not the schools should have been closed already or whether or not we're being around, and people who are deciding to keep their kids home and people who are not. As we speak on Tuesday, my kids are at school. Mm. I may live to regret that, but they are, and they want to be. Right, they're healthy at the moment, and they want to be with their friends, and they want to be with their people. The kids are healthy because they it's are. not a young person's issue. I'm touching wood I, I, every time I, you say I know, anything. I, I know, I know, but like, so this is I, I feel I feel this is how the whole fear thing gets wound up. Like the, the reason to my understanding is the reason to close the schools and public spaces is to stop the you know contagious process or the contagion yeah, the or spread the spread. Not because our kids' lives are in danger. No, right. Yeah. yeah. So let's just be try and flip try and flip that on its head. <laughs> okay. No, no. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do know. So what you and mean. and also for people getting up, other people going, why aren't the school? What's the, seriously? What's the point of having an argument about what they've what's done or not done to this point? Let's work out what's happening now and try and live with that. Because looking backward and just being right, it's like I when you see someone agree. and they go, oh my god, I got all my money out of the share market on uh, February twelfth, and you go. <laughs> Great. Good for you. Good for you. Like, <laughs> but also, you know, I think the thing is, is that the reason people are arguing about it is because everyone's afraid, right? Mm, There's nothing mm, that mm. makes people more upset when they're afraid. And I think that there are so many conversations going on about, is it irresponsible to send your kids to school? I will tell you that my kids are at school. They've had some new rules put in there at primary school, obviously. There are no assemblies. There's no sport, which Matilda is devastated yeah. about. Mati Billy is delighted about this lack of is assemblies he? and sport. Yeah. Um, and the, But the thing that made the most upset is no hugs. And Matilda, bless her, she loves to hug her favourite teachers. She's just very pleased. <laughs> and so she said, what, I can't go and hug Mr. So-and-so? And I was like, well, you shouldn't really be doing that anyway. But I was like... No, you can't go and hug Mr. So-and-so, Matilda. No hugs. And she's like, oh, that is really sad. But anyway, if we're accepting that it's inevitable that soon, yes. in one what way or another, gonna, the children will all be home with us in the house. Now, this is a very different issue, whether your kids are little or whether they're big. Yeah. But people are going nuts online sharing their timetables for yeah, what they're doing with their kids. What did you think? Yeah, really good. Really clever and funny. And, and actually, you know, if you can combine the two there's probably some really good tools of what to do with your kids. Structure obviously is important, you know. Well, I was going to ask you this because I also think there are two camps of parents about this. Is some people are sharing memes that are like 
this is a scary time for kids, so make it as fun as possible. Like, just make it like an extended holiday. And yes, you're allowed to stay up late. And yes, you're allowed to watch TV on the couch with me. And yes, we can have ice cream on a Tuesday night. And then the other camp... If you can find it. Yeah, if, if there is any ice cream in the world. <laughs> and then the other camp is like, no, keep things structured. We've got to keep education going. We've got to keep things moving all the time. Yeah, I mean, I just think about the structure in the sense that if the television's on all day long, you will all go insane. Yeah. Like you literally, it's, you know, when you have a two-year-old or a three-year-old and you and they watch telly and then you finally say, hey, listen, when are you going to turn the telly off and read a book or do something? It'll be, you know, there's a, there's a shitstorm to follow that. So if you've got the television on all day, you're going to... Or be, the iPad. Or the iPad or something. And we know I'm old-fashioned, but but I, I generally think there is going to be, you there will be payday for that at some point and it will be not not ideal. So... You know, if you can structure tele, tele time versus with some reading time, I mean, surely, you know, there should be a run on, at minis on all the old puzzles. Yeah. I mean, there should literally be a run on games. And then you spray them with your Glen 20. <laughs> That you oh, you go, oh, yeah, you can go buy the brand new one. Look, we get ours at Vinnie's. Like, we get all yeah, sorts, no, all that great. stuff, you know. So, But there's a really good chance to go back to some old fashioned fun, family fun, where you sit around and play cards and talk and you treat it. Yeah, you know, there <laughs> I'm is. I'm going to kill you. And yes. <laughs> Just this weekend gone, we stayed home a lot more than we ever do. So usually, you know, we've got a lot of activities for the kids and, you know, there'll be sport and then we'll meet up with friends and then there'll be a play date and then we'll go and have drinks at the bolo and all of those things, right? Yeah. And we stayed home a lot this weekend and it was actually really quite nice. Yeah. And I think that there's a difference, of course, between like choosing to stay home for a low-key weekend mm. and not being allowed to go outside, right? Yeah. And if we get there, it probably won't be nice anymore. But no, there but is an opportunity here yeah. for us to be together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> it's funny that you say it that way. Oh, you know, it's together. Like, no, but there, but like that's what we all yearned for when it was just the two of us together. We go, let's have another one, and then let's have another one because we can have a family, and our family's going to be beautiful. We're going to spend time together. We're going to be like the Brady Bunch, and sometimes we're going to fight, but most of the time it's going to be brilliant. And at the end of every day, we'll laugh <laughs> and go. Off to, do you know what I mean? I and do. actually, this is a chance. It's a genuine chance to to have an opportunity to try and find that again. And the other thing that I think is a really good idea, and this is not a plug for the podcast, That's Incredible, which is a podcast for kids. I was thinking if you listened to one, you could make your own podcasts at home. So you could go, I love this, you know, that we pick a topic and it might be about space, find some facts. Well, what if kids made their own podcasts for other kids that they can share them with. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, so they can literally go and you do know, it on your find, phone. Yeah, do it on your phone. Find ten facts about anything about AFLW, about um, the whale, about whatever it is. Just find ten interesting facts, put them in a thing, make a quick quiz, send send it out to your five mates. They send one back to you, and that's that's a really good learning thing to do. Take at least two hours to do it. Because here's the the thing that we've got to mention. Thing we've got to mention is that yes, family time is lovely, but for most working parents, having their kids at home is going to be very, very difficult. Yeah. What about the? And so we need. We also need things like uh, for a start, a lot of people can't work from home, and they've got a whole whole world of pain ahead of them. And those of us who can work from home, we need things that will send the children away from us for some time, so that we can get some work done. What about the washing? (laughs) 
Oh my Holy God. shit. What if you've got like 10 year olds? We actually get around to folding all our washing. Oh. <laughs> what if you've got a 10 year old? They go like just love changing clothes and they just put them on the floor and they have to be washed in the rain. Okay. Oh my God. So. We're all obviously already going stir crazy in the studio. We would love to hear from you about what you're doing, what you're going to do while you're doing it in the Mamma Mia Parents Group, but also call us. We're going to be doing shows, obviously, throughout the next while, but we'd love to hear from you about how your family's dealing with all this. Please call the pod phone on 028999386 or you can email us at tgm at mamamia.com.au or jump into the Mamma Mia Parents Group. Maybe share some of the podcasts that your kids are making. Yeah, I think that would be great. Share some pictures of what you're doing um, with your kids at home. Share some pictures of how you're working at home through all this craziness and whether or not your kids are in a cage. Actually, we just bought, because we're about to talk about my dog, we just bought a dog crate that's absolutely perfectly billy-sized. I, I shouldn't make jokes about that. That's just not and, right. and how did you work that out? I'll, I'll let me. I'm going to use my psychic powers again. He went into it. He did. He went into and it. And he goes, "Shut the door! Shut the door! Lock it! Lock it!" Anthony, I'm in the plane. Arr, arr. There's no air in here. Arr, arr, arr. Nailed it. You failed it. It is on to our favourite part of the week: the time to talk about nailed and failed. I've got you one. nailed it. <laughs> I'm dying to talk about it. Finally got a dog, guys. Now, if you listen to Mom Mirror Out Loud, which is the other show that I host, uh, you will have already heard about this. And if you're in the Mom Mirror Parents Facebook group, you would have already seen my beautiful dog because I had to jump in there and tell all the Out Louders, I mean, all the TGM listeners, and they were so excited, which is so nice. Yeah, it's just... Actually, what most of them said, thank God you've been talking about this for four years. (laughs) Did they? In a nice way. Yeah. What percentage level did the rise in happiness become with the arrival of the dog. Does that make sense? Yes. I, th- I would say, especially considering the general mood of anxiety around the place, that having the puppy is definitely improving that by, I'd say, 50%. 50. I reckon 50%. I more. Maybe more. I have to say that when she's cuddling me with a little cute face and a little fluffy ears, I'm just like, oh, I'm so glad we got you. You're the best thing that ever happened. And Matilda and I have been walking her every morning, which has been lovely. And then Matilda and da- and and Brent walk her in the afternoon to the dog park. And Matilda's made all these friends who she'll now have to socially distance herself from. But anyway, um, in the dog park where they all talk about their dogs. And so now when we walk around the street, she's all like, that's Betty, that's Bobby. That's, she knows <laughs> all she? the dog. And then today she and I walked to a different dog park, a bigger one. And um, little Elvie. So the dog's called Elvie. She's a Staffy Cross puppy. We got her through a rescue organisation. That's not actually a breed. <laughs> oh, a Staffy, a Staffy Cross puppy. <laughs> she's a Staffy, a Staffy Cross pu- a puppy. Yeah, she's a Staffy like you, Cross. Generally, it's a, like a doodle or something. <laughs> oh, I love. She's a Staffy Cross mystery. Something. <laughs> Vitsa. <laughs> yeah. And she's really cute and very beautifully natured. And we got her through an organisation. I was, I know I've bored people before on this show about like how stringent the policies are for adopting dogs, which I th- obviously think is great. But I got her through this organisation called Fetching Dogs and they're like foster-based. So you go and visit the dog in the foster home. The foster care like watches you interact and goes, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think, I think you look okay. And the dog, you meet the dog. And honestly, she is because everyone says, oh, so, a lot. Well, so, people are on two teams with staffies. They're either like you and they're like, I love them. Mm. Or they're like, oh, staffies. <laughs> they're great. They're the best dog. And so. Well, one of the best dogs. But she's so lovely natured and gentle. Yeah. And she is a bit nippy at the moment because she's a puppy and she's not 
fully trained yet. Oh, so we because, have to watch that a little bit. Yes, it's because she's a puppy, is it? <laughs> or she's a staffy. It's a bit of a nippy staffy. <laughs> a nippy staffy puppy. <laughs> Turn into a bit of a bitey staffy. No. She won't. No, no, she won't. We're talking to the big dog park today and a big dog attacked her. And then Matilda was very upset. And anyway, we saved Elvie from the jaws of the German Shepherd. And then Matilda's like, we are never coming to this dog park again because the dogs in this dogs park on the lead? are cruel. On the lead or off the lead? My dog was on the lead. That dog was not. Yeah, right. Did you, what did you give him that one? <laughs> Any chance? I was like... Any chance of being on the lead? She was just like, sorry, I'm sorry. And I'm like... I mean, it may not have been an attack so much as a proper a f- show of dominance, like a getting down there. <clears throat> Anyway, whole new world for me. Love the dog. I think we've nailed it. The kids love the dog. Matilda is picking up poo, taking her out every morning. You know, at the crack of dawn, it's a bit dark now for a wee. Like, feeding her. We're making a real fuss of her, of course. She's going to be the most sport dog in the world. So you haven't mentioned Billy in all of this because he's locked in the cage. (laughs) So (laughs) Billy also loves the dog, but Billy is a little bit more... Billy isn't interested in picking up poo and going for walks at 6am. Right. Yeah, right. right. Okay. Matilda is into that. She's a bit older. She's more into that. So Billy loves cuddling the puppy, playing with the puppy, and finds the puppy endlessly amusing. Like he just <laughs> literally laughs at everything she does, which is bringing me a lot of joy too, yeah, just yeah. listening to his giggle while she like chases her tail and stuff. He's just like, the puppy's chasing her tail, and he literally falls over. Um, but yeah, he's not interested in the active caring for the dog. Even though she is generally toilet trained, we have had two poos in the house. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of chewing of shoes um, going on, which obviously is our fault for leaving the shoes around. And uh, there's a little bit of, you know, jumping up and stuff. So we need all the tips of how to, and we'll take it to puppy school as soon as we're allowed. As soon as you're allowed. <laughs> They do stuff. They're like, you know, they're like kids. Your turn. How did you, did you nail it? Did you fail it over there? I nailed it. I didn't nail it. I didn't nail anything. My wife nailed it. The whole corona thing is very distressing Mm -hmm. and possibly depressing. And she actually gave me the, um, the point of the finger at me and gave me that, listen, you are reading negative things and you're becoming quite negative and it's not good for all of us. So just try and come out of that funk, find the good things instead of. So I went, good, good advice. So I actually did. So just, I mean, I, you know, I'm still deeply distressed about what's going on, and and worried and nervous. But instead of vocalising, walking around going, oh, you know, yes, I have a tomato. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. Yep. To be honest with you, being here now. And having a bit of fun about things is is literally the best part of my week so far. Because yes, you're actually doing we're actually doing something which is not navel gazing, going, mm, you know, my super fun. Well, hang on, you're only fifty, and you know, so if your tomato grows or your dog pisses in the house, but it's found a new <laughs> spot to piss in, or you know, your kids have made a podcast and it's absolutely shit. But let's find the good things because there's enough bad things for us to be belted with at the same time. So in that sense, it was a nail on behalf of my wife for just reminding me that, you know, it's better to be positive than um, yes. well having done, said Jackie. that. You know. <laughs> no, we're going to leave it there. That is all we have time for on this glorious mess this week. We will be back next week. Of course, we will be here with you through this worrying time. Share your nail or fail with us. We would love to hear it. We would also love to hear how you're passing the time, as we discussed before. So always, always, don't hesitate to call us on 028 999 
This Glorious Mess Big Kids is brought to you by Mamma Mia. This episode of This Glorious Mess was beautifully produced by Paria Tahizadeh. We will see you next week. Bye. See ya.